Welcome to Bay Area Bites, your SF-centric pulse on all things news and tech. I'm Jennifer, and today we'll touch upon Biden's upcoming Israel visit, a tragic hate crime in Chicago, and terror threats resurfacing in Brussels. We'll also delve into China's economic initiatives and throw in some fascinating historical context about wartime aid efforts. Stay with us for the next 10 minutes for a comprehensive news roundup sprinkled with intriguing tidbits. Grab your brew, take a seat, and let's kickstart our daily exchange of ideas and insights. Here's what you need to know about world news over the past 24 hours. U.S. President Joe Biden is set to travel to Israel as part of an attempt to deflect a mounting humanitarian disaster in Gaza. The U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced Biden's trip following a discussion with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in pursuit of delivering humanitarian aid and establishing safe areas for over 2 million people. However, the turmoil on the global stage doesn't end there. On a tragic note, a six-year-old Muslim boy in Chicago was stabbed to death in a hate crime reportedly influenced by the Israel-Hamas war. The heartbroken family and the Muslim community are seeking justice, raising concerns about anti-Muslim sentiment and the dawning experience of hate crimes. Meanwhile, in Brussels, police have successfully tracked down and eliminated a gunman responsible for the brutal killing of two Swedish nationals. The assailant, a 45-year-old Tunisian man, was shot in a local cafe following severe gun attacks in the city. The incident has once again raised the terror alert in Brussels. In an effort to engage with the world, China is celebrating the 10th anniversary of its Belt and Road Initiative, BRI, with a massive summit in Beijing. The project aimed at creating a robust economic and infrastructural bond between China and nearly 150 countries has met with mixed results. Concerns over the large-scale debt being accumulated by participating nations have been raised while China takes credit for transforming the global economic landscape. That's your world news. Let's now see what happened in the Bay Area. But before we do, here's a historical insight for you. Did you know that aid relief efforts similar to those being employed in Gaza right now were also instrumental post-World War II? The Marshall Plan, implemented by the U.S., significantly contributed to the rebuilding and economic recovery of European nations. A reminder of the role global cooperation and unity play in overcoming the most challenging scenarios. Okay, here's my co-host Charlie to lighten up the mood a bit. Okay, let's dive into memory lane. On this day, October 17th in 2012, Google's data center in Pryor, Oklahoma was hit by a direct lightning strike. Miraculously, no data was lost thanks to the impeccable architecture of Google's storage systems. This incident highlighted the technological resilience of large-scale business infrastructure, further asserting Google's unshakable position in the tech business sphere. October 17th indeed marked a critical event in the history of data resilience. Okay, back to the news. Here's the latest in the Bay Area. The ongoing El Nino weather pattern is being carefully monitored as it gains potency over the winter months, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's Climate Prediction Center. With a 75% to 85% chance of the weather pattern persisting strongly from November through January, experts are keenly watching the Pacific Ocean temperatures. The unpredictable nature of El Nino's influence on California's weather makes accurate forecasting challenging, however, 
state climatologist Michael Anderson insists that the Bay Area could experience both above and below normal precipitation levels. Moving to Oakland's Lake Merritt, a rare leucistic baby raccoon was discovered inside a trash receptacle by Dana Berry, one of the trash falcons who carry out voluntary waste removal around the lagoon. After a successful rescue, the animal, which sports an unusual pigmentation disorder causing white spots, was free to rejoin its natural habitat. In sports news, former San Francisco Giants manager Gabe Kapler was reported to have an impressive side gig, recording personalized video messages for fans on Cameo. Despite recently being relieved from his managerial duties, Kapler's popularity endures with over 250 reviews and a 4.96 star rating on the platform. Finally, a notable seismic activity in Humboldt County had residents startled early Monday morning. A 4.8 magnitude earthquake was detected near the town of Petrolia. It was subsequently followed by three aftershocks. Though the quake was felt in regions as far as Mendocino and Crescent City, the USGS reassured locals that there was no tsunami danger. That's your Bay Area News. Let's now dive into what is happening in tech. But before we do, let's hear from Charlie. How about a fun fact? Did you know that the very first domain name registered was Symbolics.com? This website, owned by a now-defunct Massachusetts-based computer manufacturing firm, got its name registered on March 15, 1985. Okay, let's hear from our tech correspondent Jennifer for the last news segment of the day. Here's what happened in tech. Prominent figures from the tech industry, including the founders and investors, are showing their outrage towards Web Summit, the tech conference brand that is set to host their flagship event next month in Lisbon. The anger is stemming from comments made by Patty Cosgrave, the founder of Web Summit, criticizing Israel's retaliatory actions against the ongoing conflict in Gaza. The fallout has led to several significant voices in the tech industry boycotting the upcoming event, promising never to attend, sponsor, or speak at Web Summit events again. LinkedIn, now owned by Microsoft, has announced a significant scale-down, cutting 668 jobs across various sectors. Most of the layoffs, around 563, are expected to be within rnamp.d departments, affecting teams in engineering, product, talent, and finance. The move follows LinkedIn's announcement five months ago that they will phase out operations in China, resulting in over 700 job cuts. In another development, FTX executives are on trial due to accusations of spending $8 billion of customer funds on extravagant purchases. The allegations come from a former senior executive at FTX, Nishad Singh, who testified that the spending was excessive and did not reflect the objectives of the company. The trial continues into the third week. The final bite of tech news is about Meta, the company behind Facebook, launching their new Ray-Ban glasses. Offering a stylish augmented reality experience, the glasses come complete with an inbuilt 12 megapixel camera and open-ear speakers. Additionally, they support Facebook and Instagram live streaming. However, their price tag, starting at $299, may deter potential buyers. Okay, back to you, Anna. That's all with the news. But before we close off, let's venture deeper into timeless concepts and renowned figures. In today's segment, we'll have Dominic dissect ideas from Paul Graham's insightful essay, 
what I've learned from users. So let's dive in. Thank you, Anna. Paul Graham, in his essay, discusses the lessons learned from advising startups through Y Combinator. He reveals that startups commonly face similar problems regardless of their product or service. He emphasizes the importance of individualized guidance to each startup, as encapsulated in the principle of YC partners dedicating office hours for each startup. He alarms that founders often don't understand the gravity of the problems they are facing, focusing on trivial issues and overlooking potentially fatal ones. This further establishes the necessity for mentorship and guidance. Graham reflects that startups are counterintuitive entities. Hence, even the most stubborn founders need advice to navigate their challenges. Delving deeper, an interesting point of discussion is Graham's highlight of the fact that the challenge of early startups lies in the founder's ability to focus. With a multitude of problems to face and limited manpower, the survival of a startup hinges on prioritizing and addressing key issues. Do you believe that the ability to prioritize more than any other skill is the determining factor in a startup's success or failure? Back to Anna for some final words. Wrapping up today's discussion, here's a thought for you to ponder. A day without learning is a day standing still. Share this journey of knowledge with your loved ones and colleagues. Don't forget to come back for more intriguing insights. Spreading the word about Bay Area Bites would mean a lot to us. Don't miss our next episode tomorrow. Until then, keep asking questions, keep sparking ideas, and most importantly, keep being awesome. Goodbye and take care. <laughs>